It is 923 and joining us on the line from uh, the Scotia McLeod Pyle Group, we say hello to Andrew Pyle. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, John. Great to have you on the line, of course. So lots to talk about when it comes to the economy. Last week, the feds dropped the budget. What were your thoughts on that? Uh, it was uh, obviously, as, as, as we now know, is a massive initiative with respect to equality. Uh, this is something that was largely expected and been uh, hinted at in previous budgets by the Liberal government. Last week's document obviously um, addressed a number of areas of inequality, specifically with respect to gender. And so those items, again, were expected. From an economics point of view, though, John, I think most would agree they're not going to have a massively significant impact, at least near term, for the economy. Some of the criticisms on the budget were that given the uncertainties around NAFTA and the economy in general, that more could have been done just to kind of provide a little bit of insurance protection for the economy. That really wasn't evident in the budget. Um, So really not a major market-moving document at the end of the day. How did it affect the market, or did it? Did you see a huge change in our economy because of the budget? Not really, John. I think where we did see the impact last week was on the Canadian dollar. Right. The budget again uh, did not lay out a timetable for the budget to be balanced. Um, you know, in the past decades, there's been an anticipation or expectation by by investors in the market that. You know, even though we're in the middle of deficit spending right now, that the government would address that and bring the budget back into balance. And of course, in the last two budgets, there's been no time frame for that. So, in the forecast that we saw last week by the government, uh, which goes out basically to 2022, um, we're still running a deficit in Canada. And the currency markets uh, were not too happy with that. We saw the Canadian dollar lose value uh, in reaction to that. But other than that, really not a massive market moving document. Now, there is some uh, market reaction to the recent discussion, uh, Trump, I guess, with his uh, tariffs. And uh, uh, what can make sense of all this for us, Andrew? This is a bigger issue, uh, John. And again, something that people would say we shouldn't really be shocked by. Uh, you know, Trump had campaigned on a platform of, you know, bringing jobs back to America to battling what he sees as unfair trade practices around the world. So last week we had the implementation of tariffs on steel and aluminum imports into the states. And this has really raised the stakes, uh, you know, where we've been trying to reach agreement, for example, on NAFTA. Uh, and global trade issues. This has really set us back. So now we're looking at the potential for retaliation by other countries, uh, imposing tariffs on U.S. products. And what you would have heard a lot of over the weekend, John, by market participants is, you know, the potential for what we call a trade war, uh, which, of course, no one wants because no one wins trade war, um, unlike what we've seen in the tweets. Uh, and the markets really have been unsettled by this. We saw stock markets lose a lot of ground last week um, because of this threat of increased trade protectionism, which at the end of the day doesn't serve anyone well. Uh, it, it definitely is a negative from a global economic point of view. Is it affecting the American markets as much as it's affecting the Canadian markets? Because from my perspective, it seems like it's going to hurt Canada more. Uh, it is. It's, it's hitting all markets equally. Um, and again, it's that threat of retaliation on a global scale. Now, you know, a lot of this uh, has been aimed at trade practices in China. But to be quite honest, John, if you step away from this and look at what impact this is going to have on China's economy in, in terms of what they're doing with steel and aluminum, uh, the impact is minimal. It'll have a bigger impact on Canada and a bigger impact on Mexico as well as other countries around the world. 
um, if we get into a tit-for-tat kind of situation where other countries start to put tariffs on U.S. products, and that leads to a broader swath of tariffs by the states um, in, in products you know, that are more extensively used, then I think it becomes a concern and from a stock market point of view. Anything that increases the cost of an input, like steel, uh, when we think about cars, for example, uh, that also could lead to inflation, and that's been a major concern for the markets for the past few weeks as well. Well, the challenge is if you start putting tariffs on steel, then we're going to put tariffs on cars. The next thing you know, the consumer is paying for all of that. Well, that's the thing. I mean, there was a, a public statement, I guess, by one of the administration officials that, you know, holding up a Campbell's soup can and saying that, the you know, the impact on this can of soup in terms of the price is not going to be huge, which, you know, may, may be true. But I think what the markets are looking at now, John, is, you know, what would what would happen if this were to then include uh, consumer products? Um, what would China do if it was going to retaliate on trade? Um, let's say if the states start to put in, uh, tariffs on imported consumer electronics goods, which is a huge item, obviously, on the agenda. Um, so, you know, this is really not what markets want to hear. Markets want to hear about economic growth. They don't want to hear about things that will restrict growth. And so now we're into this un- unknown game of how far does this little trade war or TIF go. Um, if you look at the stock markets last week where we lost more than a couple of our percentage points, John, in the U.S. markets alone, I think it tells you exactly how investors feel about the uncertainty produced by this. It is, uh, certainly sounds like unsettled times. Would you agree? Unsettled. Um, and some would, some would say, you know, this is something um, we don't need more unsettling. Mm. Getting back to NAFTA, I mean, we're in the middle of negotiations right now. Um, we just had another round of talks in Mexico. And, you know, this is, again, not conducive to getting a, a good NAFTA reagreement or negotiation on the table. So there will be concerns here in Canada. John, you and I have talked about this on air before in terms of the uncertainties for Canada. And I think safe to say that what we saw last week really didn't aid in that matter at all. Well, look forward to covering this a little bit more. Andrew Pyle, uh, Branch Manager, Director of Wealth Management for the Pyle Group, Scotia.